T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, so on Sunday, you got the Dolphins back in action as they take on the Jets, and that means the Aqua and Orange pregame show is on 790, the ticket beginning at 10 a.m. It's sponsored by Pet Supermarket. Have a healthier pet for less. 34 South Florida locations, and that's on the ticket, your home for football. John Clayton joins us every Thursday at this time. It's the only time and place that you get to talk to him yourself. So if you want to get on, 786-360-0790. Of course, your text questions are welcome as well. 67974 on the Coral Springs Automall Kia text line. John, good morning. Good morning. Do you uh, do you find yourself interested in a game last night? Obviously not football, but uh, for, for, for the sport of it, Game 7 World Series. Does that get you going? It did, yeah, because I think that you watch just history. I mean, you have one city that hasn't had a championship in baseball in 108 years. 48 years for Cleveland and all that drama. I mean, the fact that the game had gone so long was 6-6. It goes into extra innings. All those different things coming together in just a great 8-7 to win. So, no, I think it was compelling sports and something that you really try to just strive to watch. Is there a team nationally that would capture the uh, uh, the public in, in football if they were to win a Super Bowl the way that the Cubs uh, have have likely done to the country? I don't know. Probably not. But I mean, I, you can possibly put up like the Cleveland Browns because, you know, it's been such a long time. And now you see they get an expansion team. They lose their franchise and have to fill it with an expansion team. The expansion team's only been to the playoffs, I think, once. Maybe that would be the closest thing. But not, not like this because, you know, in baseball, there's such a long history. And, you know, it's uh, a sport that has just great tradition. But I don't think uh, you, you can compare even the Browns to what's been like for Chicago fans and for Cleveland fans in baseball. It was it was as big a baseball game as there's ever been last night, and it delivered. I mean, it, it was an incredible, incredible game. What is, in your opinion, the best Super Bowl? Hmm, best Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, whether it's going to be the the catch. Or not the catch, but certainly the the one maybe uh, the Seattle one was fantastic. I mean, there's been so many great ones that uh, have been through the years. Uh, you've had, you know, because remember, if you go, really go in the 70s and the 80s, there weren't a lot of close games. There was right. a lot of blowouts. And so of late, we've had so many great ones. I mean, Seattle, New England was such a, a great game. Uh, you can say maybe the Tennessee game against the St. Louis Rams. Which Pittsburgh, decided, Arizona. P- Pittsburgh, Arizona was a fantastic game. So, I mean, there's been so many great ones. but uh, How about Bill's Giants late 80s? Yeah, with the missed field goal. Yep. Wide right, no question. I mean, that was a great one. We, uh, we're excited about the Dolphins this weekend as they had the bye week and they're feeling pretty good about themselves. Jay Ajayi, back-to-back weeks, obviously. Uh, what does it mean if the Dolphins win this game this weekend and get to 500? Well, what it means is that they're in the easy part of their schedule. I mean, they really don't play a winning team now until December, and so they can take advantage and try to see if they can run and try to catch the teams in the AFC West. I mean, the tough part is you look at the way the schedule breaks for the teams in the AFC West, uh, you may have three teams 
that are sitting there with a possibility of getting above 10 because their schedules are so easy. I mean, so uh, it's a race, and now this is a chance for the Dolphins to stay in that race. Same thing for the Buffalo Bills and same thing for the teams in the AFC North. But there's such an advantage right now because nobody's going to catch the Patriots. I mean, I think you saw even with Buffalo last week, you know, Buffalo gets blown out by the Patriots, and even Rex Ryan admits, hey, we can't catch the Patriots. There's nobody going to be able to do that. They're going to be the number one seed. So now it's a matter of just trying to get into the wild card race, and that's uh, the AFC West has the big advantage. But with the Dolphins' schedule, they can at least stay within range if they can continue to win the winnable games. What did you make of the uh, the trade from the Patriots a couple days ago? Uh, just, I mean, I don't like it. But then I haven't, you know, you, you look at what Bill Belichick does and he thinks next year, he thinks ahead and he realized he's not going to be able to probably keep as many good players on this team. I mean, he's got so many good players up. Dante Hightower is up. They've got to do something with Malcolm Butler. Uh, they've got other free agents that are going to be up. But I, I don't think you get better when you trade your best defensive player. And now you can look back and say they've traded probably two of their best defensive players. And so where you can look with Bill Belichick and say, all right, we've got a great team. I've got Tom Brady. I've got my coaching. I've got all these things in my favor, but they're a little bit more vulnerable. Say if Pittsburgh goes in with a healthy offense into the AFC championship game and they don't have Chandler Jones, they don't have Jamie Collins and that makes them more vulnerable. But also what Bill Belichick looks like is like, Hey, I can cover for it. I can get to the Super Bowl with this group, even without Jamie Collins. We've heard a lot of talk about the Patriots this season, of course. Not as much talk about the Denver Broncos. Are people underestimating them this season? No, I think that uh, they're pretty much where they're supposed to be. I mean, they don't have a, a younger Peyton Manning. You know, they have Trevor Simeon. And so uh, when he had the shoulder injury, you can see that he got a little bit out of kilter as far as mechanics when he came back for that one game. But they're sitting there 6-2. and two, And, you know, I thought that maybe, you know, they're more of a 10- or 11-win team. So I guess in some ways they may have exceeded a little bit of their offensive expectations because they have at least, uh, you know, done a pretty good job. But, uh, you know, when I look with this team, you know, when they had Peyton Manning a couple years ago, you're thinking 13 wins. Now what you're thinking is about 10 or 11. Now the schedule does help them out. So to be sitting there at 6-2 and two with a great defense, I mean, they're in great shape. But, again, they have to watch it because all the other teams have easy schedules in the AFC West, and they're taking advantage of it. If you, uh, if you want to get in with John Clayton, it's the only time and place that you get to talk to him. He'll take your calls, your questions, 786-360-0790, and, of course, on the text line as well. Six seven nine seven four. So tonight, uh, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. Are we taking Atlanta serious yet? Uh, I think you have to. I, I was at the Atlanta uh, Green Bay game on Sunday, and it was just a great game. I mean, you can see that offensively they're fantastic. Kyle Shanahan has dialed up the right offense with uh, Matt Ryan this year. They were able to move the football. They are able to score the points. You know, defensively they're still trying to get a little bit better, but they're not there yet. They're trying to incorporate so many young players into that defense, and they're trying to see if they can have a pass rush. Now they get a little bit of a bad break in the sense that Dwight Freeney's not going to be able to play tonight. You know, Tevin Coleman is going to miss the game so that kind of balances things out you know Tampa Bay just they just don't have enough on defense yet and Jameis Winston's going through some second year struggles with uh, mechanics and some mistakes and all that they've been fighting their own injuries but no I think you take Atlanta for real because I mean look what's happened to them in the last week you know last month you know they go on a very difficult two-game road trip get a win in Denver almost get a win in Seattle they come back and they make a bad call with that fourth down uh, in overtime with Dan Quinn going for it and they lose in a 
uh, shootout uh, by a field goal. Now they come back and they win against Green Bay. So that's that's pretty good. I mean, two and two, but a very good two and two during the last month. John, I don't know when the MVP starts talking up again, but but what do you think in terms of Matt Ryan? Has he done enough this year so far to kind of get thrown into the mix? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think right now I would give him the leadership of the uh, MVP. I mean, you can you know say that Derek Carr is going to be in the mix, but uh, you can have other different people. But I think right now Matt Ryan would be my vote for the MVP. I mean, who, who else are we talking about? Brady, right? Yeah, but is, Brady is, Tom, is Tom going to be allowed in that? Because we had a discussion about missing four games. Is he going to be allowed to be in that topic? Oh, he'll be allowed, but I think he's going to be trailing. And the fact that he's done – I mean, it's like it, – I mean, you, you expect MVP – performances from Tom every year and that sometimes works against him but I think that uh, you know the fact that he did miss four is going to hurt him uh, particularly against kind of the quarterbacks are going to be in this mix we were having this conversation earlier in the show this morning when it comes down to it who knows maybe a couple years from now would Belichick trade Brady if he had to no I mean, I mean, let's put it this way. Would he have the guts to be able to do it? Absolutely. I mean, that's just the way that uh, he works. He's trying to you know, get the best out of the team. But you know, he's 39 years old. You're never going to get the value you can have. And Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback in, in the history of the league, in my opinion. Now, we did watch a San Francisco team trade Joe Montana. But there's nobody that's going to be equal to Tom Brady. And so I think he rides it out as long as Tom Brady wants to continue to play. And right now, you figure Tom Brady wants to play at least three more years. Yeah, in San Francisco, I mean, they they kind of knew or, or they felt really good about Steve Young waiting behind him, right? Sure, it, it does help when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback behind a Hall of Fame quarterback, but they don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback behind Tom Brady. Jimmy Garoppolo looks good, but he's not uh, Steve Young. What do you make of uh, of Cam Newton? Cam Newton has the conversation with Roger Goodell. Uh, he's upset about his safety back there. And, you know, I, I could see this rubbing some guys the wrong way because – Nothing's really changed with Cam Newton over the last couple of years. I mean, he he takes hits, all right? He's a big right. boy and he takes hits, but you know, last year there's no complaining and they're 15 and 1. This year they they get off to the 1 and 5 start and he doesn't feel safe anymore. Well, and I think they kind of put him in the right place and did it the right way. Now, it's funny because when that conversation was going on between Roger Goodell and Cam Newton, Dean Blandino came out on the NFL Network and explained exactly. It's like, well, Cam, here's what the deal is. You, uh, you're 6'5", 255. He didn't use exactly these words, but he says, when you are a runner and you make yourself a your runner, you lose quarterback protection. And that's a simple thing. And so when you you know stand there in the pocket and you tuck the ball in and now you start to to run around that quarterback protection goes and when you get outside the pocket you or you're a running back now and so because of that you don't have the quarterback protection so basically what I'm sure that Roger kind of explained to Cam is that you can't have it both ways you can't be bigger and taller and uh, more physical than some of the guys that are trying to tackle you but and also think that you can get away and get quarterback protection if you're going to be doing that you're now a runner and you have to pay the price all right, John, you hang on here. We'll take some calls and some questions for you, all right? Okay. All right, John Clayton, he joins us every Thursday at this time. Your call is 786-360-079. Your text questions, 67974. That's next. What time is it? All right, you know we got the Riptide Music Festival powered by Ford. It is coming December 3rd and 4th Fort Lauderdale Beach. You got Earth, Wind, and Fire, AWOL Nation, B-52, Silver Sun Pickups. Hey, with our event VIP sponsor, Amjar and Levine Accident Attorneys, call 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Sponsored by Associates MD Medical Group, South Florida's choice for your health care. 
It's an all-ages show. Tickets on sale right now at theticketmiami.com. Uh, John, you know, I, I wonder, and you, John's going to take your calls and your questions here, 786-360-0790. I wonder, based on New England making that trade of Jamie Collins a couple days ago, and, uh, you know, we saw they traded Chandler Jones last year. This is not a new thing with New England. I, I brought this up yesterday where I, I wonder why more players are not bothered by that kind of stuff with the New England organization, or or is it something that bothers them and we just don't hear about it? Well, I think it does bother I mean, because it's been such a history of doing it. I mean, you, from Lawyer Malloy, uh, Richard Seymour, I mean, mm-hmm. you go through a whole long list of great players that have been moved because, you know, there's a, a, a philosophy that Bill Belichick has. I can't pay everybody. I mean, he's going to take care of Tom Brady. You know, they, let, they let Wes Welker just walk. But Wes Welker walking, yeah, you go through a long list, and it's it's because you know, I mean, think about if if indeed the offer was eleven million dollars to Jamie Collins, that's under market because he's in a position where he can be a franchise linebacker, probably get fourteen million. But if you're going to be a Patriot and be a long-term Patriot, I think you have to realize it's uh, you almost have to make a few sacrifices to do it because uh, he's trying to keep as good of a team as he can, and he also is in the uh, ability to say, you know what, I can get away without you. And if you're going to be a player that's not named Tom Brady, you've got to be a suspect. You've got to realize, it's like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to get the full dollar if I want to stay here. If I want to stay, how much do I w- am I willing to sacrifice? And, you know, Jamie Collins gets traded. He gets unfairly criticized. I mean, the guy is a great linebacker. He's able to cover as well as any linebacker in the league. If you want him to blitz, he can blitz. He can do so many things. And then all of a sudden, he's traded and the comments come out. Oh, yeah, well, he freelances is too much he's this he's that he's selfish he's this and it's like and that's just unfair but uh you know bill belichick you know is trying to do the best he can for this team to keep it together and that means some players the some of the top players not named tom brady aren't going to get paid russell wilson hasn't been himself this season i know injuries have something to do with that but is he ever going to get back to 100 percent this year probably not because, I mean, the fact that he's played with two injuries that would take four weeks for any other human being in football to uh, to recover from uh, is probably going to have a toll that's going to take him maybe to a bye week. They need a bye week just to try to get both legs better. But, I mean, he had an MCL third-degree sprain. That's four weeks. He had a high ankle sprain. That's four to six weeks. And so he's played with it. And so that's going to you know probably carry with him the rest of the season. But at some point, he gets a little bit better. Uh, they made a little bit of progress last Last week in the sense that he went from a bigger knee brace to a smaller knee brace it maybe increased his ability to you know run get runs of like three yards as opposed to two yards but you know it's still going to take time for him to recover but he's having an incredible year despite those injuries this question coming in on the text line for john at six seven nine seven four is percy harvin going to make a difference for the bills no i don't think so because i think it's too much to ask for him to come in immediately after not having a training camp and not training and all those different things to to make some uh, to do a lot of things but he's a great athlete and he can probably you know get out there for about 10 15 plays in the monday night game and do something and then we'll see where his conditioning is and how quick but it's like they they do have training camps for a reason and unfortunately he wasn't invited and so now he's just trying to come back and help out a very depleted receiving core in buffalo all right we can take some calls for john clayton here let's start off with matt matt go ahead for the professor Hey, John, I was wondering uh, with the issues the Eagles are having uh, with their receivers and the pending legal issues with Josh Hubb, uh, why didn't they go for uh, Torrey Smith in a trade? 
Well, because they just couldn't get value. If you really look at the way the trade deadline works and the way trades work, it's very rare to get anything above a fourth-round pick. There's only been 17 trades involving players since 2011 that have gone for above a four. They were offering a five, and the 49ers rightfully were asking for a three. So they could really never come up with the right uh, move to do it. And I think that you know they didn't want to pay $8 million a year plus a, a third-round pick. And so that's why they just never got something done. Here is Ben. Ben is up next for John Clayton. Go ahead. Yeah, what's going on with up there in uh, Minnesota with the North Turner and the Vikings and that uh, coach Mike Zimmer there, eh? Wow. We even get Minnesota voice. How about that? So what happened is that uh, there's, there's been a, a little bit of a disagreement over from what Mike Zimmer wants from North Turner's offense. What exactly that is, I don't know. And that's why in the offseason, you know, there was a little bit of a shakeup. I mean, I think that he probably wanted more running and now you couldn't do that with Adrian Peterson. So in the offseason, they brought in Pat uh, Shermer as a possible guy to help out as a coordinator, but he was a tight end coach, Tony Sperano on the offensive line, and you know it was a point where Norv knew he was going to leave at the end of the year. So now they have the two bad games with Sam Bradford just getting pummeled, the offensive line just falling apart, and so uh, Zimmer can very, be very tough and be very blunt, and I guess Norv just finally said, you know what, that's it. It's like, why don't you just give it to somebody else? else I'm out of here and so uh, they don't have an offensive line the two tackles are in bad shape and there's no running game and so it's really hard for any play caller to be successful and Norv just basically took the tact it's like okay if you want to do this why don't you go a different direction We've gotten a lot of questions this morning about Big Ben. What's his status? I think he's going to play. I mean, that's typical because, I mean, Ben puts out through different people that he was four- to six-week injury, and everybody realized it was two to three. And so now he's gone to two, and he's a he's an amazing guy as far as bouncing back from injuries. He loves the drama of people thinking he's making an incredible comebacks, and he does. And so I think he's probably going to play. It's Baltimore. It's the most important game or one of the most important games of the year for the Steelers. John, if Miami does stumble a little bit and doesn't continue to do this path of winning, who's the finger pointing going to be going on? Is it going to be the quarterback? Because obviously we got a new head coach. Could it be in the front office? Where do you think finger pointing is going to be going? I think to a certain degree it'll be in part front office and then to the quarterback because what they'll look at is like, okay, uh, Adam Gaze is great with quarterbacks. He tried to get things working with Tannehill. He's had some progress, but probably more than the quarterbacks. I mean, you know how the fan base is going to be. They're all going to be pointing to the quarterback. But uh, if it doesn't work out, you know, there might be some changes in the front office. Obviously, Adam's going to be able to stay because you know, it looks like he's a very good, bright young coach. Uh, and then they'll have to start making some decisions about the quarterback. Where are you this week, John? I'm uh, going to be in San Diego for San Diego, Tennessee on the sidelines. All right. Very Oh, for uh, for the radio? For ESPN, yeah, ESPN Radio. Excellent job. John, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.